When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island Dicks. This episode features comedian Kay Curd, and we recorded it a few weeks ago just as we were really setting into lockdown and we were getting to the point where we realised it was going to be on for quite a while. I just wanted to pop up here and ask that if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe because not only will you get every episode freshly delivered to your phone or device, but it's really helpful in getting us up the charts, which means more people take notice of us and we can bring you really good guests. So it's mutually beneficial. So I will ask again, please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks. And now here's Desert Island Dicks with Kay Curd. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Kay Curd. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for... Well, I was going to say thanks for coming in, but thanks for meeting nah, with I'm, me. See, I anticipated what you were going to say immediately, bro. And <laughs> and I've worked out how this works. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for meeting with me in a virtual space. No, it's, it's, this is how we're going to be doing meetings from now on, man. I think this is it. Yeah. And how are you finding your uh, confinement so far? Do you know what? Um, I think now it's been going on for so long, um, sort of got used to it. Um, mm. that, which is not to say I'm preferring it, but it's just, yeah, this is it. This is the new normal now, isn't it? And I think we're going to be like this for a long, long time. Um, mm. But I'd made provisions for this sort of stuff beforehand. Not like in a I am legend kind of way, just in more like a <laughs> I need to be okay with the online world kind of way. So I'd, I've got equipment to <laughs> to create things with, essentially. So I'm all right. Your setup looks more professional than a lot of the ones I'm confronted with when I record these. So, uh, <laughs> it looks like a good start. Um, and how did you find uh, choosing the dicks today? Um, well, you're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, well, uh, let's just dive right into it then. Who's going to be your first choice for the island? I reckon Piers Morgan, man. Piers Morgan. Yeah, yeah. It's a popular choice. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, with good reason, I think. But uh, you talk me through it. I just think, like, he wouldn't wouldn't even bother trying to find a solution. He'd try and find somebody to blame it on Mm. uh, when you're on there. And... It would just be it, you just get into a slinging match with him, man, and it would just be like, like, what skills does he have that are worthwhile on a desert island anyway? Like, what's he, what's he really going to help you out with? The guy doesn't look like he can do a pull up or anything, and also, <laughs> he's kind of big in it. So I, I, I suppose when we all turn into cannibalism, mm. it'll be the first to go in it. <laughs> so, like, there's a bit of meat on him, so you can, so that might you potentially get, be useful. Potentially in it, like you've got to think about these things, man. Like. At, at some stage, you might have to go there. And um, who are you not going to miss? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I think sort of the only sort of advantage he's really got in life is his kind of privilege. And you can't really use that on a desert island scenario. No, exactly. No one cares what, what, 
where what your background is on there. It's just yeah. can you I don't know, can you build things? Yeah. And I don't think you can, apart from no. I know he it's not it's no use pissing people off on um on a desert island, is it? No. No. <laughs> I think as well with him it's it's sort of always for sport, isn't it? So that even if one day he was arguing with you about one thing. Even if you came round to the idea the next day and went, you know what, Piers, maybe you're right. He'd just go, oh, so I'm right now, am I? And he'd just switch sides straight away just to keep it going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It's um, You're quite right. I do think sometimes he does flip-flop between the ideas that he has just to sort of make it a spectacle. Mm. Um, and the soap opera that is morning television <laughs> that, now, uh, that now we have to deal with. Um, and... Yeah, man. Like, there's, there was one time. Uh, no, recently, my fr- uh, do you know a comedian called Ishan Akbar? Mm. He did a video about um, taking a mick out of him, and he quote tweeted it, and all these fans just started piling in on him, <laughs> and it was just sort of like, you know, when somebody quote tweets something, you mm. know, they're doing it because they want people to pile up on you and gang up on you and bully you. Yeah. Um, and it felt a bit like that as well. So yeah, I don't like bullies, man. <laughs> I mean, what sort of person is a fan of Piers Morgan? It's you, you think it was either <laughs> you dislike him or you're sort of just indifferent, but to actually actively be like, yeah. He's got six million followers, man. He's a popular man. Mm. It's, I mean, the, the kind of people that that would like fanboy for somebody like that, you're, you're right. They're like incelly. Yeah. Very incelly. <laughs> like that kind of, oh my God, it's everybody's fault but mine that I'm mm. not allowed to do things. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to hang around with those people. Yeah. You see their pictures sometimes on Twitter and you're like, Jesus Christ, is, I didn't, they still make you? They are, I thought you lot had gone out of fashion. I didn't know you lot still existed. But yeah. Well, it's just because they've been silenced by the by the liberal media. That's why you don't yeah. see them, isn't it? Absolutely. It's just political correctness gone mad, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's political correctness gone mad. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I just can't understand. I mean, things with Piers Morgan as well is... He's on in the morning, and I'm not a morning person, yeah. but how could you have all the times of day to watch that kind of thing? The morning. The more, like, I know, it's like, when I, when I wake up, the last thing I want to hear is um, a middle-aged man arguing uh, with a transgender person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that isn't my go. But do you know, like, we went from the big breakfast mm. to, yeah. to that in a generation. Like... We used to go from like gunging people on a on a on a <laughs> in the mornings and like having like live music and stuff to to arguments about uh, gender and all. it's yeah, just it's yeah. extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, I think that's quite a good metaphor for everything in the last couple of generations. You know, good light-hearted fun to just yeah yeah exactly an like, informed we, we were, debate. The '90s were amazing. Everyone was having a good time. No one cared about any of this stuff. It was like, oh, cool. That's that's Barry. He's got pink hair. Whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? Now it's like, what? Why has he got pink hair? And then there's like a hot thirty-minute thesis about. Um, do you know what I mean? Somebody has to have a thirty-minute thesis on on TV on in the morning about why that's a bad thing that Barry's got pink hair now. So, yeah, the whole palaver yeah. really annoys me, and I and I, I hate that whole circus around it. And I think the second person I chose was Roy Keane, bro. Okay. I'm a Man United fan. Right. And I think he's great. However. I uh, having seen him as a pundit, mm. uh, I'm like I could not get along with that man. Like <laughs> I would, I would hate that man. He just looks like a dictator with no nation. <laughs> yeah. So 
the last thing you want to do is put him on an island with like three other people and uh, yeah it's going to be pretty uncomfortable he'd want everything that is his way he'd want everything to be like don't get me wrong he'd probably find a way to get you out of that island mm. but he'd piss all of you off doing it he'd probably get in a fight with one of you somebody would get their nose broken and and he would feel no remorse he's the worst type of person to be because he's the kind of person as well that doesn't say sorry in it mm. and oh my gosh i can't i can't i can't be around people like that man like just own your mistakes let me just hear you say sorry he won't even say sorry he'll probably just bring you like a raven that he's killed <laughs> and just be like this is <laughs> this is my peace offering without actually saying it and you're like what? why have you brought me a raven that's just just take it lad take it <laughs> um, it's certainly an image i think as well i mean already you've got peers so he's he's also not the sort of person to say sorry easily so i mean you, you know you're really getting some two big alpha males in there i guess roy Keane is quite like hold to... on would you say peers is an alpha male uh, I mean, he is in that he's he likes to sort of be, you know, f- feel like the biggest, most authoritative person in the room. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's like a useful alpha male. But he cowers when he sees a real alpha male coming. That is true. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like that old land where it's like everybody's a baller until the real ballers show up. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Right. Like when you when you're at a nightclub or something, people like throw money about until like a footballer. Or someone comes around <laughs> and they've got like real money, um, yeah. He always sort of cowers us. I think when he when he sees mm. like, so I think he'd probably be like, no, I'll do what Roy's doing. I'll, no, I'll follow. Roy. I think he'll probably try because he's a smart man as well, and I think he'll be quite strategic. So what he would do is he'd build an alliance with Roy Keane, mm. and he'd be on his side because he knows that's where the that's who the, who's got the power in it. Yeah, that's um. So he'd stick with it. He's he's um. He would sort of be like Dominic Cummings. <laughs> yeah. That's the that. kind of figure I imagine. He'd probably be good at holding uh, Roy Keane's coat while uh, you got a kicking from him. Yeah, exactly. That kind mm. of thing. And it's like, yeah, man, really like the way you kicked him. He might be quite useful in terms of sort of like knocking down trees for shelter. I can imagine he's one of those kind of, you set him up and he just keeps going, sort of Terminator style. <laughs> Who, Roy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll get the job done. He's just, you say to him, like, I bet you can't get this done in 10 minutes. No, I can do it. I can definitely do it. Ten minutes, no, no problem. And he would do it. He would do it in ten minutes. Although maybe if you were like, can you get some coconuts? And then he just sort of turn around, and every coconut on the island is piled up. And you're like, that was supposed to last us for the next year, and now they're all just rotting in the sun, Roy. Like, there's no off switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's sort of got. I think I think he must be. Um, he he must be the kind of person that doesn't like unwind. Like what would what does he do to unwind? I can't imagine him like just sitting down and chilling. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like like he has to be having a go at someone or and I, I I've never seen a guy sort of like just like can you imagine him with a child? No, <laughs> 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 you can't. Do you know what I mean? He just like I can imagine disciplining a child, but I can't imagine him having like a gentle moment like yeah just sort of looking blankly at his son going what do you want from me i don't know yeah exactly why can't you speak <laughs> i can imagine him sort of uh, like unwinding by just sort of going into a room and turning the light off but not like 
sitting down or anything, just standing in the dark, and that's his sort of unwinding, you know, until someone <laughs> says, "Do you want a seat?" And he's like, "What? Oh, yeah, okay." And that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah, you're right. He probably just has this dark room in his house where he goes to, like, "I'm just gonna chill out," and then he just walks in there and stands yeah, just still. light off. <laughs> yeah, standing still in the room. Doesn't take that's his one. shoes off or anything. Just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, exactly. Until just... someone someone suggests another operation. Yeah, yeah, he's just looking at um the the blinds. That's it. Like that's just that's his chill out time. <laughs> It's a bit like in Terminator 2 and, uh, you know, you just see him standing guard and gradually it just gets light and he's never moved all day. You know, it's that sort of, that's kind yeah, of how I yeah, picture yeah, him. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He does seem very, like, robotic in certain aspects because you do, you do often think it's, I hope he's not on a spectrum or something because we sound like a bunch of dicks if this, <laughs> if he is. Well, but, like, do you know... <laughs> well, we don't know that he is, so hopefully, hopefully it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But he does. He does feel like he. It does feel like he can't talk to people normally. Mm. Um, he has to either be shouting or berating them or telling them how shit they were mm. and they're not as good as him. Um, I, I feel like he'd be good if he was on your t- on your side. You know, then he'd be yeah, invaluable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But given that this is sort of the nightmarish scenario that we're conjuring up, he's definitely yeah. not on your side for this. No, he's not. He's going to be on his own side. He's like, what the fuck are you doing that for? Um, so yeah. yeah okay. That, I don't, I don't. Yeah, Roy Keane and Piers Morgan so far. Okay, yeah. and so who would be your third choice for the island? Tayo Cruz. Tayo Cruz. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> I've, just, I've just, you know what? I'm just, uh, I'm sort of thrashing around in my memory because I know the name. He was a singer. He had those. He had some awful songs, bro. Always wore shades, um, and his music was just awful, man. Like honestly, he's probably really rich. Because he got a shit ton of number ones or whatever, but the music was awful. He's that kind of. Do you ever go to the gym? Mm. Yeah. He's the he he makes the kind of music that gets played in commercial gyms. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I I get it. <laughs> I get do you see it. what I'm coming from? Like that kind of, like, and you're like, oh god, this is so annoying, man. Like, what the fuck are you getting? And like, I remember, remember that song like like a star. It was like mm. like a star, like a, star. and it was just repetitive, like. It's that kind of. Do you know there's some torture techniques where they'll play one yeah, song for yeah. like 24 hours. Mm. I think they play his songs, man. <laughs> like, it's sort of like that. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme of that guy from Love Island where every where there's a serious situation going on. He's like, "Do you want me to rap for a bit, like lift the mood a little?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "No, no." And it, that's the kind of like skills I reckon he'd have. Yeah. Like, be like, "Do you want me to sing for you guys?" Like, "No, no, bro." Like. I think you summed it up well with gym music. I mean, there is uh, yeah. like definitely a genre of gym music to the point where like there's times where if I have if I forget my headphones, I'm just not exercising that day. Like it can't, I can't oh, listen yeah, yeah. to that music. It's so, sometimes I wonder why they even have music. Everybody's got their headphones on anyway. Yeah, yeah, and they always have it a bit too loud so you can yeah. you know hear it over your headphones. Yeah, well, I've got good headphones in it, so. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but noise cancelling but um no I, I completely get what you're saying man you can't have a conversation with anybody in there like mm. it's always way too loud and it's always the worst kind of music known to mankind mm. it's just you're like who buys these singles yeah. I, I somehow think like that some of those songs just chart because they get played in those places so like it somehow counts to their chart position yeah. so yeah. it's just like fitness firsts and virgin actives across the country just keeping like <laughs> 
a shit ton of artists alive. But this kind of sort of smooth R&B and hip-hop, is it just seems quite weird when you look around and everyone's just like bright red, sweaty, you know, and on the TV screens around, everyone's like smooth, sipping champagne, by a pool, in a short what? dress or something. It's just I mean, the opposite. Do you know what, though? If it was the good stuff, I wouldn't mind, but it's always they always play like the entry-level mm. crap that no one <laughs> sort of goes... Like, no one's got it in their collections, innit? It's that kind of thing, but... I suppose the videos probably serve a purpose as well because you're watching those videos and you're like, that's where I will be if my hard work here pays off. If I spend yeah. two more hours on this treadmill right now, I'm going to end up there sipping champagne without a regret in my mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And um, so, Teo Cruz, and I, do you know much about his personal life or anything? No. I no. know he had a shit hairline. <laughs> like His hairline was at the back of his head, but that was a <laughs> I didn't do much research into his life, man. I just, I was like, I just, I don't want to spend a, my, my desert island. Uh, I don't want to spend my time on a desert island with this guy. And no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a like. Hey, oh, tell me more. Like, have you done? Have your, you done your a, homework on this gentleman? <laughs> that wasn't a prerequisite at all. I just wondered if there's anything behind him. But I mean, I get the type definitely, and I think that you know, presumably he'd be working out quite a lot, but but not sort of usefully uh, active. Mate, look here. Here it is. I've gone on Wikipedia for you. Mm. Just, just so, just so you're aware. Now, <laughs> he was, he was known. What's it? His actual name is Jacob, mm-hmm. but he was known professionally as Tayo Cruz. Mm. Uh, and his debut album was released in 2008. Come on, man, you must know. He had <laughs> such hits as uh, Hangover. Yep. No, do you know? Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Break your heart. Yeah, I know yeah. this guy. I'm looking him up as well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> um yeah this is it it yeah all all sorts of awful stuff i do you know what if you image search i can only find you have to go to like the sixth or seventh row of google images before you can find one of him without sunglasses on dude the guy the guy stayed having sunglasses on bro like mm. this was a this was everywhere like every video do you, like do you know the other guy that's probably like do you do you ever remember flowrider yeah Flowrider, try and find an image of Flowrider without glasses, bro. <laughs> Go and try and find one. It's it's very hard. You're, you're just yeah, like he's... engrossed in looking at his life. Story I know, now. I know, I can't. I, I know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I think. Do you know what though? Because I think these sunglasses cover quite a lot. He's actually quite an average-looking guy without his sunnies on. Like when you do get to the sixth row of images, he's just quite an average-looking guy. Um, but when you see him with his glasses on, he looks a bit more glam. So it's obviously sort of worked for him quite well. It works, bro. That's it, man. Yeah. That's why you wear sunglasses indoors. It means you can't see shit. But <laughs> when people look at you, they see a boss, bro. <laughs> I, could, I think with him as well, I can sort of imagine you're like busy trying to sort of, you know, get firewood or something like that. And he's just like, oh, no, my glasses have fell off and that kind of thing. Yeah, he's, he's, sort of... he's looking for his glasses for the whole time while you're, while you're trapped. And you're like, bro, like you'll find glasses elsewhere. It's like, no, I need them, man. Mm. Um, it, It's kind of like one of the X-Men, isn't it? Which, which X-Men was it that? Had to keep having his glasses on, otherwise, like Cyclops, was that fire come? Cyclops, yeah, it might yeah. be him. Cyclops, I think, yeah. You, you never know. Like there might be a superpower behind there, bro. When he takes off his glasses, it's oh, it's mad. the opposite. It's like you get, you just get a lot more average when you take your glasses off. Like the glasses oh, are the superpower. Like that's all oh, there is. Oh, what? So like when he takes them off, like gradually he starts putting on weight, and <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah, like, just it gets a dad bod for 
somehow. Yeah. Well, that's what it looks like on here. It looks like he just gets about 20% more average when, when the glasses come off. Yeah, I just can see him sort of... Uh, the other thing is just sort of singing a, a bit too much, you know, like you're just trying to get stuff done. He's sort of just crooning a bit too much when it's not really but the right way. It's moment. not even that, like, campfire songs, in it? Mm. Yeah, you can't get on board with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like there's not going to be any sort of like sing along songs by the fire. It's just going to be like, can somebody give me a beat? <laughs> you don't want to hear that sort of stuff. Yeah. And also, sort of maybe if you did start singing and he'd sing along, he'd sort of extend every note, you know, like R&B singers do, just sort of warble all over the place. So you can't even join in. It's just, you know, even if it's like happy birthday and be like, happy birthday, like that. It would have. I wouldn't mind it if it was if it was in tune. <laughs> well, that obviously that wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, what you did there, like. No. <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear that either. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, now uh, mercifully, uh, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favorite food and drink in the world. What are they, and why are they so bad? Least favorite food. Do you know what? I went vegan in November. Mm. So there's not a lot I can have now. <laughs> but um, let's suppose... Uh, do you know what? I'll be very honest with you. There was not a lot I wouldn't eat. Mm. I never ate pork in my life, though. That was always okay. one thing. But um, there's not a lot I wouldn't eat. There wasn't something... Do you, do, I, I, do you know what I actually used to hate, though? Ah, hmm. uh, cauliflower and cheese. Okay. So, like, I like cauliflower in other things, in it. Like, hmm. okay, you batter cauliflower, whatever, boom, bash, nice, whatever. But when cauliflower is now trying to imitate something else, hmm. I'm not on it, bro. Like, when mac and cheese was a perfect dish, who felt the need to start remixing it <laughs> with something else? And furthermore, whose bright idea was it to go, nah, let's put cauliflower with the cheese. That's mm. when that's when this is going to go another level. Yeah. That's what really confused me. So, yeah, cauliflower cheese is probably going to be the one, bro. It's one of those things that's quite sort of, yeah, two fairly plain elements, but put them together, it does become something like more than the sum of its parts. You know, it's, it's it is definitely takes on something different, doesn't it? A lot of people have it with roast dinners, which I find quite weird. Like What, cauliflower and cheese with roast dinner? Yeah, I've gone to a couple of pubs for a roast and cauliflower cheese is a thing. And I've raised that as being weird. And everyone's going, no, that's normal. You know, cauliflower cheese and roast. But that feels like... Because you got gravy and gravy and cheese, that's that's not right, is it? I mean, poutine. Ah, yes, touche. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think. See, this is why I'm a podcast host and not a stand-up. You see, you got you got the smart. <laughs> There's um, yeah, I, I think I think up north they have a lot of like gravy with cheesy things. Mm. I I, I just fun. can't have cheese in it. I'm um I'm lactose intolerant anyway, so. Yeah. If I have cheese, I'm done. I'm finished. So basically, putting cheese on anything is going to screw you oh, over. Oh, mate! So, yeah. I'd, like I'd die from dysentery. So morally and you know yeah. and uh, biologically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'd die from dysentery on on the side of the beach somewhere, like um, just infected with cholera, because I can't <laughs> I can't clean up properly on the desert island. <laughs> Roy Keane strikes me as someone who loves cauliflower cheese. It's like 
just because this thing about it, like, there's not much imagination. It's fairly old school. It just Dude, feels I, like I have him down as someone that does something like you. I reckon. I reckon Roy Keane listens to the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm, yeah, yeah. And and like he he sticks to a carnivore diet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know those kind of fads where it's like, no, like you know, just meat. What else you have? No, 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 just meat. Yeah. No veg. No, no, no carbs. Nothing. I, I reckon he just eats like a leg of lamb <laughs> or like ham. Just. Yeah. Like with Not like even. he'll have a he'll have a ham sandwich, but with two bits of ham, two bits of ham, and then two bits of ham. <laughs> <laughs> He uses the ham either side to to like surround the ham mm. with. That's the kind of uh, diet I have him down. Just find a cow, punches it in the face. But uh, I reckon I reckon Piers Morgan would have cauliflower and cheese, but he'd like try and mask it as something like very um, middle class by having a like glass of wine with it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, it's wonderful. I love it. I love it. It depends on what cheese you use with it. Use brie. And I think a little bit of parmesan. Isn't um, cauliflower's quite bad for sort of making making you quite windy as well? So so having Piers Morgan farting away next to you as well, whilst you're trying to yeah, oh, man, that's that's awful. That don't even bring those thoughts into my <laughs> head, man. Um, I found out somewhere recently that said cauliflower and broccoli don't exist in nature, and we just made them ourselves. Really? I read that somewhere that <laughs> humans made them. Like we crossbred different things to create them. Wow. I could be wrong. Someone's probably going to uh, uh, tweet you like that was absolutely incorrect information that he was spouting <laughs> on that podcast. It was ridiculous. Um, but I read, I read, I think I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that they're just fake. Hmm. Like we just made them. Very bizarre. Well, you know, you never know. I mean, I can't. There's not that many things that look like them in nature are they i mean they sort of like little where have you seen a broccoli just you know growing I mean? bruv what forest have you ever yeah. been in or, or allotment where you've just seen broccoli just exactly growing? that's what i mean like you know you can go for a walk and other yeah. things you know you could like beans and stuff like that you can sort of imagine those growing off a pod and whatever but yeah you're right you don't see yeah. little brains growing all over the place like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like tomatoes grapes all of that sort of stuff you could picture mm. it right because you see like berries and stuff but yeah yeah i've never a good point. once thought that's oh a my good God. point and um what drink would you wash this down with what would i what do i hate oh my god what do i hate it will have to be like oh my god do you know like the do you did you ever go to like after school clubs mm. and stuff at school and do you remember that like really bad quality squash that they used to have there all the time that was like diluted yeah, yeah. with like nothing else. Like it just tasted like water, but with mm. food coloring in it. Like you didn't even taste the sugar anymore. It's like they diluted it before they poured it out the bottle. They didn't just put yeah. too much water in. It's like they'd already diluted it and then poured yeah. it and then mixed it. Yeah, exactly. So you thought you were having squash when you were just having red water. <laughs> It was the yeah. worst kind of thing yeah um it's quite like those um you know those plastic you get those drinks and it's like a straw it's like a plastic cup and you pierce the lid oh calypso yeah they were always really bland weren't they no calypso were good but i think they got rid of them because that the sugar content was like immense maybe i was just having knockoff ones or something the ones <laughs> yeah. that my local news agent used to be like just that sort of water and I, they always look really bright and inviting when you're a kid but when you I, sort of... I was always i was always very disappointed with capri sun because mm. you'd like because first of all it didn't it wasn't a carton 
Mm. You were like, hold on, what is this? Like, what is this newfound contraption? It was like a bit of foil that you stick a straw in. Yeah. And it was like in a sort of pyramid structure. Well, sort of like a loosely based pyramid. Like mm. it was like that. Whereas like, you're like, hold on. I'm... You're used to like cans and yeah. cartons. Whereas this truck. And then you'd suck it once and all the juice was gone. Yeah, they did go down really quickly, weren't they? It's almost <laughs> yeah. like they designed that packaging to disguise that there was basically nothing in there. They're, they're made for kids, man. I, mm. I've realised that really. As an adult man, don't ever try buying one of those, man. <laughs> you have no business having one of those. If 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 I see a grown man walking down the street with a Capri Sun in his hand, I immediately think he must have left... He must have just left his wife and kids or... <laughs> He's trying to entice little children. So <laughs> it's quite a loaded drink. Oh mate, yeah, don't don't if I yeah, don't don't start drinking one of those men in the street if you want to be taken seriously. <laughs> okay then, so we can put I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm feeling generous. I'm gonna give you Capri Sun and Weak Squash to go on the island. Yeah. Oh you're 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 <laughs> such a star, mate. Um, now, Kay, uh, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Oh, my God. Least favourite film. <laughs> there are so many shit films. Oh, my God. Do you know what? The, do you, I think this is the, the worst thing that i could ever choose because i if a film is shit i just don't watch it mm. but i i suppose it'd have to be like the scorpion king <laughs> okay with us with the rock isn't it yeah with the yeah. rock i mean don't get me wrong i fucking love the rock i think yeah. the rock is amazing right and i love most things that he's ever done but the one thing i hate about the rock, actually that or the mummy returns you know all that whole mm. scorpion king was part of that whole series mm. and the reason why is ITV2 had a period where they would play that every single living week <laughs> known to man. It, and it would just jar the living hell out of me. And I think at one point it made Channel 5. And once a film makes Channel 5, man, it's mm. it's on its last legs. It's like, really? Nobody wanted to buy the rights from it for you? <laughs> really? really? Ch- Channel 5? Like, <laughs> wow. Like, so, yeah, probably that, bro. I mean, that was quite sort of... I mean, now it's just accepted that Dwayne Johnson is an actor. You know, that's that's where he is, and we've kind of got our heads around it. But back then, I think Scorpion well, one King, of the highest grossing actors in Hollywood. Yeah, he's well. always brings it in, doesn't he? But I think it's like that was maybe at the beginning. We're still getting used to it again. Really, is this... well, he was like still dipping his toes into wrestling and coming mm. out, and and he still had that weird hair. Yeah, yeah. Like it was before he'd shaved it all, and he was sort of like trying to hang on to it. So, because he couldn't like really decide what he wanted to do with his hair, we sort of were like, "You don't really know what you want to do with your career, either, do you, bro?" Mm. Like, there was a lot of indecision during that time. It was like, "Are you wrestling? Are you acting? Are you going to shave this? Are you not?" It was like, "Come on, bro, pick a side." And then finally, he shaved his head, and he was like, "I'm going for acting." And we were like, "Do you know what? We respect you. <laughs> You're a man. You're doing things." Um, uh, yeah, and I love that, but. And he made a few really shit films, man. He made one where he was dressed as the Tooth Fairy for a while. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think that one was, passed me by, but that sounds incredible. Yeah, like there was there was a few stinkers he had before he was the megastar he is today, man. There was a few stinkers in there, man. Like, wow. Though, yeah, so 
That although that would be funny though, seeing like Piers Morgan <laughs> and Roy Keane sitting down to watch uh, <laughs> the Rock dressed as a fairy. That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Thing is though, as well that I think you know. <sighs> Piers Morgan's just going to be commenting on it the whole time and going on about the rock, being back, you know, even if you do try and sort of really squint your eyes and enjoy the film, you've got him sort of on your side just slagging everything off anyway. But, I mean, it does sound like it's a pretty weak point of uh, cinematic history, isn't it? The, yeah, yeah, a massively King. weak point, a massively weak point. This was... It was very much his wilderness years. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, I mean, do you know what? I reckon it made him the man he is today. Um, and, but it was one of those one of those films as well where you were like, "What? Who? Who cares? Who cares what's going <laughs> on in this film? Like, no one gives a shit." Um, and what was your favorite? What did you say? Favorite? What's it? Least favorite song? Mm. Do you ever remember that Christmas number one? And I can't for the life of me understand why it went number one. It was like, "All around me are familiar faces." Yes, uh, Mad oh, World, bro. That can go in a bin now, bro. <laughs> I hate that song. And it's by, hang on, because I always, for a long time, uh, yeah, so Tears for Fears, isn't it? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name I was looking for. <laughs> I, that, bro, I can't, I can't, I can't for the life of me still to this day understand how that got to, got a Christmas number one. It's one of those that's just instantly like, if it comes on the radio, everything just stops and you kind of go, <sighs> You know, it's like you could be having the best, you know, it could be your wedding day and you're like, oh, this is great. Put the radio it, on, you just go. <sighs> it's just, it's. I can imagine it be playing in a film. Mm. It's one of those songs, isn't it? I can imagine it playing in a film like where the, where the guy's just lost his wife and or or like, you know, he's, he's had a mad breakup and then it's just like all around me. And he's just like dealing with this inner turmoil and, and, and there's like this... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's this, there's there's this bunch of emotions in him that he's trying to toy with, mm. um, and then it comes on there. But in terms of like people going, oh yeah, let, do you know what? So oh, do you know what you should listen to? Mad World. Yeah. Like I can't imagine. No one's ever gone. Hey, listen to this, bro, <laughs> and sent it on to you. Like no one in the history of music has ever sent you that song. Going, bro, have a listen to this. This is this is sick. And to be number one at Christmas, I mean, that's like, that's like, a, uh, I think it was a Christmas number one, but I, I remember it being proper shit in it and like it getting to number one or number two or something somewhere. And I was like, go and actually, ah, we need to Google that Mad World song, Mad World song. It's the equivalent of like, you know, how EastEnders is always extra depressing at Christmas. Oh, yeah. There's always like a death or someone's cheated on someone yeah. or someone's died. Um, but hey, I'm not even talking about the Tears for Fears version, bro. There was another version. Not the nineteen eighty three version. You're you're talking. I'm talking about an updated version. Oh my god! So that was a cover. Bloody hell. Gary Jules. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Is that what his name was? Uh, two thousand and one. God, there's been a few. You know, Adam Lambert's done them in two thousand and nine. Jasmine Thompson in two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> Holy crap! Like this song isn't that good for everybody to jump on. Do you know what I think it is? It's probably that thing of like when you get a couple of like, you know, if you get sort of like young X Factor sort of level stars, yeah, yeah and they think what we need to do is get a remix of like a a popular song from the eighties yeah. that people know, but do it in a breathy sort of cover version, 
and it's got to be a bit serious so they can show how heartfelt you are. It's sort of ticking boxes for that sort of thing, isn't it? You can imagine like people kind of going, yeah, but we're going to cover Mad World and it's going to be amazing. It's, but you can do it in like an uh, R&B style this time. It's, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I suppose you're right. It is probably one of those things, but I just can't, I can't see why it's it's so popular. Like I can imagine other songs, mm. but I just don't get why this one's so popular, bro. Like, just please sing it to yourself after <laughs> this is done and, and tell me how you feel. It is a fast track to depression. Mm. It's like, it's, it makes me think of like, you know, a man getting in a car, you know, maybe something's, you know, he's lost his job, he's lost his family, but he's still upbeat. He reckons he's going to fix it and everything's going okay until he turns on the radio and this comes on and that's when he just, um, everything he, is crushed, you know. He yeah, admits he, to himself he, that he's never going to make it out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, it was the Gary Jules version, bro, mm. that I didn't like. Oh yeah, it was in that film Donnie Darko. Apparently, that's mm. what it is. See, yeah. I told you I could imagine it in a film. I just can't. I can't see it as a number one. I think it might have been on a video game trailer as well for something. You know, when there's like you know battle battlefield scenarios, but there's this sort of playing in the background or something. Oh, and they've put everything in slow motion. Yeah, exactly. That that was a that was a drama drama degree gone wrong somewhere. <laughs> and God, I mean. If you're stuck with this on the island, that is absolutely horrendous. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Now, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Ah, oh, biggest dick of all animals. Um, I would say... See, this is a process of elim- elimination. I really like animals and mm. it's a newfound love. Um, I've got a dog, uh, so and I absolutely love my dog. Well, I would say um, cats, man. Okay. Yeah. Cats cats are dickheads, bro. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I even have a cat right next to me on the bed now, but I still agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? Like, I could have gone for something outrageous like kangaroos or aardvarks or <laughs> like something. Do you know what I mean? Like, but like, realistically, how many of us are... Oh, no. Do you know who are even bigger pricks than cats? But we can't pick them. <laughs> Why not? What is it? Because they're in the water. Dolphins. Okay. Why can't we pick... We can pick them. No, because they're not going to be actually on the island, are they? They're in mm. the sea, so they're surrounding it. But I'll, I'll, I'll but, give you... I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, tell... let, I'll, let you have, I'll let you have dolphins. I mean, because, I mean, I'll... let's imagine, you know, like, they're eating all the fish, so there's no fish to eat, and you've only all got right, the cauliflower, cool. so... And they're just sort of sticking their heads up, mocking you. you no, it's worse than that, bro. <laughs> Do you know that dolphins rape for fun? Really? Dolphins rape. Uh they gang rape. They they kidnap female dolphins and they cuz they're the only they're the only other animals like us. I think they're one of the only other animals that have sex for Yeah, I've heard enjoyment. that. Yeah. So they they gang rape other so they'll kidnap a a, a female um dolphin mm. and they'll gang rape her and whatnot and they'll also uh kill a female dolphin's offspring in order for them to be able to mate with her. Wow. They they are pricks, bro. Yeah. They are like they are selfish and there's like all sorts of reports. If you go into like go and Google like the darker side of dolphins or something <laughs> like trust me bro, there's all these facts. Dolphins are pricks. Like <laughs> at least with cats, yeah. Like They're not even pretending, though I think cats, are they? Yeah. With cats, cats are like, listen man, give me my food, whatever cool, I deserve this, I'm mm. great, here, stroke me once, piss off, I'm the queen. 
Dolphins will trick you like, hey, look at me. I'm so nice and whatever. Deep down. So just a front. Bro, they're plotting for your downfall. I think like it's that kind of like overcompensation mm. for something when you're like, you're hiding something, bro. Like, what is it that you're hiding? Because they're always smiling, aren't they, dolphins? They've just got that face that looks very sort of happy all the time. But, exactly. But yeah, so that's that's why they're masking all this disgusting behaviour. Yeah. If you don't believe me, bro, just search dolphins rape. And like, no, I do, it rings a bell. I have heard something about this. I'm just, uh, I'm just taking it all in. I, I mean, to be honest, I really like when someone chooses someone a bit con- controversial. And I know there'll be loads of people out there going, dolphins, but I want to swim with them before I die. So that's to me. I just, I'm just quite uh, enjoying that. Listen, enjoying if the you if you swim with a dolphin, yeah, more for you, bro, because these things are killers, man. <laughs> they are killers. And it's, do you remember? There was a Simpsons episode about it. How the dolphins were trying to take over the world. Hmm. And people thought, oh, that's great entertainment. No, bro, they're telling you what's in dolphins' minds, man. It's, the Simpsons have predicted the uh, things happening in the world time and time again, and this is just another one of those things, bro. Trust me. <laughs> nice. Okay, so dolphins join you, maybe not on the island, but around the island. Yeah, around the island. <laughs> good. Well, I think you've uh, you've done a very good job there choosing the worst things and people to be stuck with. So, Thanks, K-Curd, man. thank you very much. And where can people see and hear more from you at the minute? Um, catch me on all sorts of social media. I'm mainly active on Twitter and Instagram, uh, which is K-A-E-K-U-R-D, and my YouTube channel as well, K-A-E-K-U-R-D. So uh, there's always like lots of great things to watch on there. I've got my full hour special on my YouTube uh, channel as well. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's loads of shit tons of videos and stuff on my Instagram. Go and go and enjoy um, all of that. Wicked, nice one. Well, K Kurd, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, man. <laughs>